You are listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's covering everything about Nick's upcoming season of The Bachelor. Now the man with all your spoilers and behind-the-scenes juice in Bachelor Nation. Here's Reality Steve. What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in. A bonus podcast of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve, and... Yes, we will be having our weekly Thursday podcast come out this week. I don't know who it's going to be yet. I think I do. hasn't been recorded yet. Uh, we're just arranging our schedules, and hopefully that will be recorded on Wednesday for your listening pleasure on Thursday. But wanted to bring Dana Weiss in, the Possessionista, to talk about and get some immediate feedback reaction from Dana regarding Rachel being the next Bachelorette. Dana, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, the funny thing is when... I'm so proud of you. Oh, why? Well, I know what we're going to talk about, and I just love that you were the first one. Oh. <laughs> well... And you're getting all the credit. You're well, getting all the credit everywhere, and they're crediting you. <laughs> well, technically, if we're really being technical about this, uh, on Saturday, Amy Kaufman of the LA Times, who also happens to be writing a book about The Bachelor coming out, I think, next year or something, maybe later on this year, she actually tweeted out on Saturday that she had heard that Rachel is going to be named The Bachelorette. So I did give her credit today uh, in my column, but uh, I didn't I didn't immediately assume that that was true when I saw it. Uh, when I saw Amy's tweet, I did some digging, and the funny thing is, we're recording this Monday night after the episode of uh, The Bachelor has just aired, and on yesterday, I had found out through my sources, after seeing Amy's tweet, I was like, oh, maybe this is true. Uh, I was able to get it confirmed, and I ran with it today, but Sunday night, last night, I actually contacted you, and I said, you know, for a little insider information here, I actually spoiled to Dana that, hey, Rachel's going to be named The Bachelorette on Kimmel tomorrow night. I want to have you come on and do a quick podcast. And so that's how we did it. So your initial reaction, when I contacted you last night and told you this information, what was kind of the first thing that popped into your head? What was your initial reaction to all of this? Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm a little under the weather. My um, initial reaction was yay because She's really the most qualified. I mean, I don't know if it's like a qualification. She's really the best candidate of the remaining, you know, bachelorette. She's really the one who I believe is the best candidate for it. I think she's the most endearing. I think she's got the most going for her. And I think she can really carry a show on top of the fact that it really does indicate that this bachelor franchise is becoming more open-minded, that it is going a different direction and that we can continue to see, you know, people of color, women who aren't 24, you know, just opens the doors to a lot of different diversity and variety, which is what I think this franchise needs. Obviously, it's still doing really well, but it's been around for like 400 years. And so just tweaking, you know, tweaking the formula can only make it better. I think one of the things that has been brought up to me today since I posted it on the site is why, why, and not in terms of why Rachel, we'll get to that in a second, but why the announcement of her while she's still on the show. 
and why are they spoiling their own season? And I guess, I mean, there really isn't a clear answer unless we literally had a producer or a director from the show on to talk about it. But honestly, I think it's just because they can. They can do whatever they want, and this is what they chose to do. We kind of saw it with Nick uh, because he was announced as The Bachelor even though he hadn't been eliminated from Paradise yet. It was happening six days later, but still, this is different. This is The Bachelorette. This is one of their babies. I mean, Bachelor and Bachelorette are their two major shows. People still don't take Paradise seriously. It's only been on three seasons, but this is kind of a big deal for them to, yeah, spoil their own season and announce The Bachelorette while this girl is still competing on the show because, as we know, she didn't go home tonight. So I look at it as more of a way for them to garner interest in Rachel's season, kind of pump her up a little bit. And we have a full month of them prepping Rachel as the Bachelorette and getting people excited for that aspect of it, as opposed to if they go by their normal schedule, they usually announce at the after the final rose and they start filming Bachelorette that week. They literally have two or three days to pump her up. Now they've got a full month to promote her and get people excited for her season. I have a different theory. Okay. Okay, bear with me on this. this is, I'm sort of like thinking out loud. Okay. But when they do casting, I learned this from you, they yeah. really cast before they cast the lead. Correct. They're sort of throwing a lot of spaghetti up on the ceiling and seeing what sticks. Correct. But now we know who the meatball is. So now they have all this extra time to find the right spaghetti. And tonight on the episode, Rachel even reveals that she's never brought a white guy home. So it sounds to me like probably her inclination is maybe to date men of color. And typically, The Bachelor doesn't have a reputation for casting people of color. And so by, by announcing this early, it gives them so much more casting time to find men who are suitable for Rachel. Yeah, you know what? I agree with so that. Getting and, the word out there, getting the word out there means people who might not otherwise apply. You know, women are going to sign up their brothers and their friends now because they're like, yeah, I don't want to send you out to go date, you know, a 24-year-old from the South. But yeah, I think a 31-year-old attorney might be a really good match for you. Ooh, backhanded shot at Raven there. I hear you. Um <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, I no, I hear what you're saying. But and I and I agree. I, do love you, Raven. <laughs> I agree with some of that, but there's a part of that I not necessarily disagree with, but it's where my confusion comes in because final casting weekend for the Bachelorette has already taken place. It's over. So I think yes, they are announcing Rachel and you're gonna you know, we saw it on Kimmel and that is what is happening and Rachel is our Bachelorette, but a majority of the casting is done already. And I think this is going to be something along the lines of they're trust me, they're going to pump it up and say, ever since we announced Rachel, we got so many more applications. The bottom line is unless once all of Rachel's guys are released and someone does an interview with, let's say there's 25 this season, all 25 guys, we're not going to know who was cast before or who was cast and who didn't even think about applying and didn't send in their application until last night when they saw on Jimmy Kimmel that she was announced as the Bachelorette. I, I just, I think maybe there'll be a couple more, 
but the show will sell it as so many more guys applied after we made the announcement, and that's why we did it early. But the bottom line is people who know the behind the scenes of the show know Final Casting Weekend has already happened. So any guy cast from this point on is not going through the process that those 50 guys who were brought to L.A. and sequestered in rooms away from each other and had to sit through hours and hours of questioning, the, the guys that are cast from this point forward didn't have to go through that. And I'm sure it's going to be a few rather than, oh, my gosh, we had so many guys jump in after the fact. Well, my question for you is how many winners, you know, and I say winners in quotes, how many winners have ever been from the random casting versus that last-minute fast-track casting? I mean, we know Jordan Rogers didn't go through the whole process. Correct. Um, and I had Courtney Robertson on the podcast last week, which was an excellent, excellent podcast. I know she's one of your favorites. You got to listen to that one. Um, she even admitted, Favorite. she even admitted she was a late addition to the cast and she won. So, right, because I think that those are the people that tend to do really well or at least have an interesting storyline, right? Exactly. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, when, it, <laughs> in, when talking about this casting breakdown, I mean, we don't know. We're not going to know for another month who's on Rachel's season, but. This notion that maybe, oh, okay, we have a first black bachelorette, that means that all the guys or half the guys or three-quarters of the guys are going to be black. I'm telling you right now, I don't know who the final 25 guys are, if that's the number they decide to go with this season, but I can pretty much guarantee you it's not going to be 13-12 white versus black, black versus white. I still think it's going to be seven or eight black guys. I really don't think we're going to get a giant change in the – color of the casting process than people seem to be thinking that we are. I really don't. I could be wrong. Maybe well, it is going to be half no, and half. No, you might be right. And I find that unfortunate because it just goes to speak to the fact that they are casting a TV show rather than casting for potential love interest. Exactly. And that's why I think that. You know, but the racial, but the, but the racial politics of The Bachelor is so beyond my scope of expertise. Like... I could never be articulate enough to speak to like the, to the to the you know the the prejudices of The Bachelor or whatever. It's just a TV show, but I think this is breaking down some boundaries. I think it it, it certainly is, and what Rachel said tonight on the date with Nick was really interesting because it's something that we've never had to come across on this show. I mean, we all heard Nick say it tonight. He's like so. You know, am I similar to guys that you've dated before? Different? And it's like Nick was kind of throwing it out there, like, without saying, we all could see what he was trying to say, which was, Rachel, do you like white guys or black guys? I mean, that's what he was trying to say. And then she basically cut him off, like, look, like, I'll take it from here. And she told him, like, no, I've never brought a white guy home, but I have dated white guys. So I thought it was a really interesting conversation that they had tonight, probably because it's something we've never seen on this show in 33 seasons and for her to admit well, that also a really yeah don't you think it was also a really relatable moment i mean that's a tough conversation yeah. to have in the real world you know i <clears throat> i don't know what it's like to be a black woman in america but i can imagine that if i was on a date with a white man that would be a conversation that we would ultimately have to have on this show, we so rarely have these real conversations. I mean, that was a conversation between two people who were really contemplating having a relationship with each other. And that's something that we rarely really, see on this show. I mean, we just don't see real conversations really like that. Moment. Yeah, it was. And 
I commend both of them for that. And I commend Nick for bringing it up, even though he didn't bring it up in the way that we kind of knew he was getting at. And Rachel just came out and got right down to the point by saying exactly, you know, yeah, I've dated white guys before. I've just never introduced any of them to my family. But there's a there's a part of this. We don't know what. Well, we don't know what the backstory is. That could just as much be the fact that she didn't have a connection with them as opposed to yeah. a racial thing that, you know, she didn't feel comfortable bringing a white guy home. Maybe she just has never found a white guy that she likes. Yeah, exactly. We don't, we definitely don't know. And it maybe it just was a guy that she dated and could have been a guy that she kind of liked but didn't like enough. We've all dated people that we liked enough to keep dating them but not to introduce them to our families. It has nothing – and it had nothing Absolutely. to do with – we it could have been that way with Rachel, but the one thing that I that I brought up today when I posted this and I wanted to get your thoughts on was, you know, Mike Fleiss has been teasing this for the last two weeks. I mean, he's literally been on Twitter saying we have a historic announcement coming up. We have a historic announcement coming up. This is a big deal and all this stuff. And he's been teasing it. And then yesterday or Sunday, he basically said. It's such a historic announcement, we're going to have Jimmy Kimmel do it. So he was the one that officially put it out there that the announcement was coming on Kimmel. But it, it, it kind of makes me a little bit uncomfortable. And the fact that Mike Fleiss keeps telling everyone, it's like he's tooting his own horn that, hey, look at us. Look at what we're doing. We're so progressive. When it's like, yeah, but you've also had this in your control for the last 33 seasons you've just chosen not to go with a black contestant as a lead but here he is like hey historic it's like the more he talks about how historic it is the more he's basically dehumanizing i don't maybe that's not the right word but he's i feel like it's very exploitive exactly that's the word i'm looking for her to sort of promote that brand and I mean, the reason I think Rachel is going to make such an awesome bachelorette is because of that conversation with Nick. She is so honest. She's take charge. She doesn't get her feathers ruffled easily. You know, all of these characteristics kind of fly out the door when you use her as your spokesperson. I mean, let's not forget that first and foremost, and I know I sound like such a hypocrite saying this, she's a human being. She's, a you know, a, a, a very successful professional intelligent woman and she wasn't put on this earth to make your tv show seem more progressive i mean to me i want to watch the show because of rachel but it doesn't really earn mike slice any trophies in my book oh of course not but he wants it to because that's why he's been teasing it for two weeks it's just so funny it's like mike you could have done this at any point in the last 14 years that your television show has been on Unreal is a television show that makes fun of your show, and they had a Black Bachelor in season two, so or their second season on the air. You know, it's just like it's just funny to me that it almost like they are Unreal is a parody of the Bachelor and the Bachelorette franchise. Yet it seems like the Bachelor is now parodying period itself. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know. Well, I do feel like it. in the past few years, the Bachelor has gotten really good at kind of not taking itself so seriously. And this is a moment where they're almost like self-congratulatory. Like, don't pride yourself on being, excuse me, racist for the last 24 seasons. And now suddenly you're woke. Yeah. Like, let's just let Rachel be the bachelorette and, and, and not make a lot of noise. I mean, what if you just treated her 
like the human being that she is, wouldn't that be so much more admirable is if you acknowledge, yes, she's a woman of color. She's also just a really fantastic woman. And we're going to leave it at that. And it's just scary. This is not a civil rights moment. Yeah. Let's be honest. This is not a civil rights moment. Yeah. And it's just scary knowing the way that these producers and this show treats their contestants and what they will do for drama. You know, I almost feel almost sorry for Rachel, even maybe scared a little bit that next season's going to turn into a race war and they're going to bring up the race card a thousand times, like you said, exploiting her as opposed to, hey, yes, it's historic. We have our first Black Bachelorette, but can we just leave it at that and just go forward with this storyline of Rachel's just another girl looking for love. And even though the show isn't about love and we understand that it's not, you kind of want them to lay off the heavy-handed storylines next season. And I guess we won't know for another couple months exactly how they're going to handle it. But, of course, there is a there is got to be a portion inside everybody that thinks, gosh, great for her, but oof, the way this show is, well, you really hope they don't do a number on her. You made a great point comparing it to Unreal, and we know in that season – there's a black bachelor or a black suitor, and there's a woman that shows up in a Confederate bikini. Yeah. I just don't want those kind of moments, those like so glaringly drama filled moments. You know, if we are oh, going yeah. to, if this show is really going to treat this process seriously, then they just have to let her fall in love. And it's just so hard they to believe that to they're going to let that happen. You know, I mean, she might fall in love and she might fall for somebody, but the the drama around it. I don't think her race, her race doesn't need to be the primary story. Yeah. And I'm just afraid that it might be because of the way. I mean, he's already how many times has he said historic announcement coming? Like, he's so proud of this moment that he's finally doing this. Like, see, everybody, look, we're not racist. And it's just like, Mike, you had 33 seasons of white people. Yes, you are. I mean, this the show kind of is inherently racist because the black people that have been on the show in the past have essentially, outside of Rachel, never lasted long. Just like black people in horror movies. The joke of that black people in horror movies never last long. It's almost like it, the same joke is applied to this show because outside of a Markel or a Marshana from Matt Grant season that nobody remembers, that the bottom line is black people don't last long on this show. They just haven't. And very few get cast, and the ones that do don't last. And it sucks. I, I know. I'm, I'm speechless. I'm trying to think of, like, how to respond <laughs> to it. Because, I thought you Okay. <laughs> you know, for me, the last thing I want to do is focus on Rachel's race. Yeah. You know, I don't want... I mean, I want to be part of the conversation, but I also want to watch her on a show that I love, as a woman that I love, you know, for all of her accomplishments. And I don't think, I could be wrong, but my guess is when she filled out that form to be on this show, she didn't think, I'm going to go on there and be, you know, the spokesperson for diversity in reality TV. Like, I just don't think that was probably in her agenda. But do you think now it kind of is? It kind of is part of her story now? I think that she may be pushed into that role. Yeah. You know, it's like when celebrities say, I didn't ask to be a role model. I mean, I think she's a really strong, successful woman, and she can be a role model for all women. It doesn't mean that we have to put her up 
on a pedestal and make her an example for all, you know, future contestants. Yeah, it's like we don't want to make this out to be a bigger deal than it is, but in this bubble of the Bachelor and Bachelorette world, it kind of almost ends up being one because this is a first in 34 seasons. If this was the fifth season of the show, this would not be a big deal at all. But we're 34 seasons in. We finally get a black lead, and it's like, great, but let's not make it more than it is. Let's just go Rachel, Bachelorette. Yes, she's black, but let's keep all the storylines about race on the back burner. And I just, I just knowing the show the way they are, it's hard to believe that there's not going to be a race storyline or two or three next season. And that's really going to suck for her. I, I think what it boils down to for me is whose choice is this? You know, is this her choice to be immersed in this like political conversation or is she just looking for a free trip? You know, if she wants to be part of that bigger narrative, then I think it's great. But I think to kind of like force somebody's hands and become part of a narrative that they didn't sign up for, it just makes me a little wary. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, we had this discussion when you were last on about Rachel and her job aspect uh, you know, the fact that she's a career woman, she is a lawyer, and is this going to affect her down the line? Is Does she want to stay in law and stuff like that? So, I mean, we got our answer in the fact that, well, apparently, you know, being the Bachelorette was good enough for her to leave her job once again. We still don't know if she wants to end a career in law or if this is something to propel her career in the entertainment world or she wants to get into entertainment law or maybe once this is all over she's going to move to new york and write books about her exes who knows we just it's still early we don't know yet exactly how she's going to play this out but i think the people that are not liking the fact that there is a black bachelorette now because maybe that's going to lead to another black bachelor and then that black bachelor season is going to lead to another black I, you know we don't know who rachel's cast is but i think i'm pretty certain that we're not going to have the next five or six seasons have black leads. That's just, I just don't see that happening, you know? And I would say to you, I guess it all depends on the ratings. Cause that's what this is really all about. You know, I sort of hate that we're even having this conversation that, that she is, whether she is the best season or the worst season, she is going to always be, known as the first black lead mm-hmm. you know, for all of her accomplishments in the world. It has been, it all comes second to the color of her skin. And, 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 you know, excuse me for getting on my pedestal for a minute, but we live in a really weird world right now. We're like, this is a really big discussion. And, and I don't know, two white, like reality TV bloggers probably are only a very small part of the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a a hot-button issue. And maybe the fact that they chose Rachel, like you said, it's it's about buzz, especially in TV, especially when you've been on the air 14 years and 33 seasons. You have to do something to somewhat mix it up. Number one, they cast a black lead. Number two, they cast a black lead who's still competing for Nick's heart on the show. So they spoiled their own season, something they've never done with The Bachelorette before. So 
it is about buzz. It is about ratings. It is about get, getting people talking, water cooler talk, all these hot button issues that seem to get people going in the TV world and the media world. And it seems like part of this being announced, the fact this early and the fact that it's Rachel is all part of their master plan in all this is just to get people talking. And you get people enough to get enough people talking, it could lead to ratings. And we all we know the ratings. They're there. We know what they've been for Desiree's season, for Caitlin's season, for JoJo's season. So when Ra- when when Rachel's come out, all anyone's going to do is sit and compare whose season was better, who did be- is she better than those seasons? Is she right on par with them? Is she a little bit worse? Is she way worse and the, you know, we're going to have a 50% drop in we just don't know. We're a couple months away from that, but that is certainly going to be a topic, no doubt. Well, and this is a big risk for the Baxter because their main audience is a very conservative audience. Yeah. You know, it's a very conservative viewership, and I will be interested to see how they respond to this. Yeah, I think it's it's really... And I hope they embrace her. I hope they embrace her. I really, I have never rooted for somebody harder that to be successful. Yeah, and, and, and for for me... I've always said it every season. I say the same thing. I don't care who the lead is. It doesn't, it doesn't change the way I write. It doesn't change the way I cover the show. My job is to find out the spoilers, find out all your roses, dates, eliminations, and who's the winner and the final four breakdown. And I'm going to, my, my life will continue the way it has been for the last eight years that I've been spoiling. We're going to do the same exact thing come Rachel season. uh, Once filming starts in mid March, and, you know, I hope that nothing changes and I hope that we don't have a giant major reaction to this, overreaction to this, I mean. And it's just another Bachelorette season with a lead who just happens to be black and is different than well, the. I hope you know. that, ev- yeah, I hope everybody shares that opinion because that's what it is. It is just another Bachelorette and we should treat this season no differently because while it's awesome. It's certainly not historic. Yeah. It's not historic. Yeah. It's 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 like it is historic, but it's such a small historic thing. You know, it's historic for the Bachelor and Bachelorette bubble. So I get why he says historic in that sense, but is it historic as a society? No. That that's just that's that's painting too broad of a picture. In the Bachelor Bachelorette world, it's I historic. Won't say. I will say that the response on social media may, may very well be historic and not in the way that we're hoping. I hope it is not that way. You know, we live in a very, very heated social, you know, sociopolitical environment where everybody has a lot of opinions. And I hope that she is treated with the same respect that, or, you know, or lack thereof as all these other seasons. Yeah, and I, of course, you are going to have some yahoos out there on the internet that get off some racist bombs. I'm sure of it. It happens in every aspect of social media, uh, no matter who you are. And it's going to happen. Let's just hope it's kept to a minimum. And I just think there has been no bachelorette in the history of the bachelor that's been in the, that has been a direct target for racism. And that is my concern. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. Well, I, I, th- I thank you very much. 
uh, for coming on. Just wanted to do a quick little bonus podcast for everyone since this is news that everyone will be talking about today, and I figured you were a good person to go to with this. So, uh, Dana, thank you very much for coming on. Enjoy the rest of the season, and uh, we will talk again soon. Thanks for having me. Thanks to Dana for that. Appreciate it. And just wanted to get a little bonus podcast, a little quick reaction to Rachel being named the Bachelorette. As I said at the beginning of the podcast, we still will have our normally scheduled Thursday podcast this week. I think I know who it'll be. We haven't decided on timing yet. And if that person falls through, I do have somebody I think that I could go to possibly. Um, I've actually gotten yeses from four people for future podcasts. So it's just a matter of timing and when we're going to do it and when we're going to fit it in and and stuff like that. But we definitely will have a podcast this Thursday. So be on the lookout for that. So thanks again to Dana for coming on. I really appreciate that. Hope you all enjoyed that Bachelorette talk about Rachel and, you know, just kind of predicting how things are going to go. It could end up being a totally normal season. It could be off the rails and just a giant race war for two and a half months. We really don't know. I'm still going to do the same job that I do and I have done for the last eight years and give you guys the spoilers and just kind of go from there. So hopefully you enjoyed that little talk and um, enjoy today's uh, recap of last night's episode. So until Thursday, thank you for tuning in and we will talk to you soon. See ya.